Hello everybody, I'm back. And you know, it's so good to be back. As you know, I had taken a couple of weeks off for a bit of a holiday, but at the end of it, I decided everybody else around me was getting sick, so I decided I'd get sick. Just, you know, in solidarity with everybody else. Uh, And I'd like to thank those who contacted me and wondered where I was, and to those who sent lovely get well wishes, I really, really appreciated it. Although I'm not fully back to myself, I am back in the saddle. All I have to do now is take a little bit of my own advice and take it easy. So, to start us off, I'm going to play you a little tune. Well, I started out in June is all about blind spots now I did cover this uh, in a very very small way before but I want to go into it a little bit further 
So how do we explain what a blind spot is? Well, if you think of your car, or even better still, a lorry, we all know that there are parts of a lorry where the driver has no vision at all of what's going on around him. Well, it is similar to our own blind spots. A blind spot in our lives is where we don't see or are unable to see or fail to see or acknowledge our actions. For want of a better explanation, these blind spots can surface out of a lack of our own self-awareness or where there's a space in information about ourselves. However, we all want to be perfect and in that respect we often refuse to even admit that we might have some very obvious blind spots. Has somebody ever put you on a pedestal? Have they ever told you all the negative they see in you, either to you directly or behind your back? Well, that is when you are considered a high performer. Why? Because you have people around you that are keen to push you forward and where feedback and learning is a lot. You could be mentored and sponsored or even coached. Now, here's where the problem starts to develop. Because as you gain more experience, those same people that have pushed you forward are the very ones that will be more than happy to point out your blind spots, especially if you're in leadership role or when you're in a position of authority. But remember this, it's not just those around us that fall victim to pointing out our blind spots. We can actually create the space to eliminate some of our own blind spots ourselves. And this actually increases and replaces new blind spots that requires ongoing effort from us. So what about behavioural blind spots? What about our emotional blind spots? We all have them. And it's where certain aspects of our personalities that seem to be so obvious to everybody else, except to ourselves. And we wonder why. Here's an example for you to think about. Take a mother who says, I have no idea why little Johnny is so violent. I've smacked him a thousand times for him to stop behaving that way. Where did he learn the violence? Is that our blind spot? Looking for the blind spots in our lives is a very rough journey. And it will take courage and determination. Because we have to seek, attack and destroy our pockets of denial. And this denial is not ignorance. It is not the inability to understand or perceive information. But it is the ability to understand and perceive the information while at the same time refusing to let it into our consciousness. The reason we have emotional blind spots is because information can be troubling. It can be fearful or it can be so opposite to what we believe about ourselves that if we were to let it into our consciousness, it might just shatter the very view we have built up over time, both of ourselves and of the world. But here's the paradox. If we were to actually feel what we feel, when we feel it, it would actually be an awakening which would create an indestructible foundation for happiness, success and inner peace or calm. And isn't that exactly what we're all seeking or desiring at our very centre? So how do we identify our blind spots? And this is where the paradox comes in in a way. It's a bit like the wind. You can't observe it, but you can feel the effects of it. So with our blind spots, we leave experiences that seem inexplicable, but repetitive and therefore trackable. And the very things that make us say, why does this always happen to me, are the very experiences that we need to look out for. If I give you an example of this, people that we have in our lives that drain us emotionally and give nothing back are people we have actually chosen because they match emotional profiles within ourselves. 
So I might choose somebody who doesn't show emotion because I may not be able to show my own emotions. Yet when these people are in my life, I feel constantly drained. Why? Because it may be that I'm being triggered and that internally I recognise this and therefore I'm having to put more energy into my own emotional hiding. get rid of my blind spots okay let's start from the beginning let's say you've recognized that you have a blind spot you could try oh simple mindfulness exercises <laughs> I don't think so you already are aware of what's present in your blind spot 
but looking at it may make you extremely uncomfortable and distracted. So you must begin to practice being patient and gentle with yourself because in this it'll lead you to becoming more self-aware and that's where mindfulness comes in. So it's not using mindfulness to get rid of your blind spots. It's about becoming more aware of them. If you do decide to spend a little time with yourself, ask yourself the following questions when you're in that mode of self-awareness. One, what is it that I'm afraid to see or know? Two, what is the one thing that I really don't want to accept? And three, what is it that I can sense without really knowing? So after asking these questions, then do nothing. At least not yet. The fact that you are allowing yourself to be open to a new realization, then you've just begun the journey. And the more you do this, the more open you will become and therefore more connected to what you don't consciously know, which will more likely give you the possibility of making more serious breakthroughs in your knowing and understanding. This journey reminds me a little bit of trying to see the back of my own head. One of the main ways, of course, to examine it is to ask somebody else, well, what does it look like? Now, of course, this would leave me open to complete exposure and yet energised at the same time. A bit like skydiving for the first time. Scared, but excited. All at the one time. Here's a possible proposal for you to try. For the next week, ask for some feedback from one person per day. And now, it can't be the same person. It has to be somebody different every single day. Ask them, is there anything about me that I don't see, but that is obvious to you? Now, I'd actually begin with people that you trust, because you may not agree with what they see. But for this exercise, you have to trust that what they see is what they see, and you shouldn't argue with them. Because we know that feedback can be a very scary thing. And the usual reason for this is because the person may touch on something that you've stuffed away in your blind spot. And it can be almost intolerable to hear somebody else say it. And the one thing we don't like is being told what we don't see. And we can get very angry and upset or both. So if you are going to do this, please be aware that you may hear something you really don't want to hear. And have in place a strategy for processing it. And when the person does give you what they see, just say thank you and then shut up. In other words, don't start disagreeing with them just because you can't see it or you don't like what you hear. Remember, you've asked the question, so you have to be prepared for the answer. Remember, you're asking the question for them to be honest about what they see. So don't then be disrespectful just because you have a reaction to it. Now, remember that there is real feedback and then there is fake feedback. And that is something that you have to learn to decipher. If you ask me and I don't like you, then I'm going to reflect my own dysfunction onto you when it was actually within myself. So we must learn to let go of feedback that is not coming from the person in truth and honesty. But don't dismiss it just because you don't like it. Check it out for yourself and with yourself. Because there are times where what they say can be true, at least in part. If it doesn't fit, let it go. I usually go by a simple rule of thumb. If I have a reaction to someone's feedback, then some part of what I'm hearing is true. And that is the piece I must go after and look at. I do hope that this has given you some indication or enlightenment as to how to connect with those blind spots and to process them. And thank you again. It's good to be back. 
stay well, stay safe. Namaste. Unfolding